So what I told you is true, from a certain point of view. Hello there. <laughs> Albert, get out of here. <laughs> this is a certain... No, this is... Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to A Certain Point of View. This is a Star Wars podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And this is the worst intro ever. <laughs> We're terrible at this. <laughs> We're getting comfortable and trying things and sometimes they don't work. <laughs> I think that's more what it was. Just crash and burn and then we're just like, ah, just keep going. <laughs> it was pretty rough. Ben, how are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. We're I'm doing Whole30 for the first time. Me too. This weekend has not been good for me so <laughs> it's it's been the hard days yeah. but uh i'm doing good I, f- I think i'm losing maybe a little weight i don't know we'll see <laughs> we, we shall see uh ben what are we talking about tonight we are talking about the mandalorian episode eight yes oh what's the title of this one again redemption redemption Oh man, this is the episode we've all been waiting for mm-hmm. we we wanted to see how they landed the ship did yep. they you know would it be a type of an episode that is you know somewhat it leaves you on kind of a cliffhanger a little bit but the rest of the episode is fairly episodic or whatever but i think we knew after last week with mm-hmm. chapter seven that that wasn't gonna be what yeah. this one was gonna be <laughs> this episode was save the baby <laughs> yeah um Oh my gosh. Yes. So this one is directed by Taika Waititi. Yes, it was. Um, and you could feel it from moment oh, one. Oh, <laughs> from, from the opening moments. It yeah. was Taika special. Um, dude. Okay. Let's just, first of all, Ben and I were having a little discussion earlier just before we started. And I was like, wait, why are we talking about this? We should talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of silly, but uh, we were talking about how we would rank all of the episodes uh, of the show so far and uh, our rankings, surprise, surprise, they look a little different than each other. So yeah, uh, a little bit, just a little it's pretty similar up at the top, but mm-hmm. I, I bet it gets a lot more messy at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so uh, Ben, for me, I know that I had said seven and eight are fending for my top spot right mm-hmm. now. Um, I also love three. Mm-hmm. I could, I could put that in there any day. And I love four as well. That one's not going to ever be my favorite, probably. But it is like every time I think about it, I just love it more. Yeah. And uh, I think Ben feels the same way. Yeah. It's, but Ben actually is well. Ben's put it. Ben's closer to putting top that uh, episode four at the top yeah, than I am. I'm, well, not the top spot, but it. Yeah, I think that episode four. Every time I think about the the moments that I loved over the course of the season, episode four comes up in my head actually more than episode three, even though I love episode three. Like, I love all the episodes. But, like, episode four, I think just because of the unique journey that we got to go on and that, like, it's very different from the rest of the episodes, but it still feels very Mandalorian, it it just accomplished an emotional beat that I think none of the other episodes kind of captured that, I really, really dug. And it was I, more emotional, and and the music. The music we we both keep talking setting, about the like, music. I, I love having that much green 
like yeah. any Star Wars that has that much green is is something that I love, and I, I don't I, indoor vibes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I can't really pinpoint it to other than nostalgia, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I really do just love the the green, and you know, as juxtaposed with all of the sand that we've. Mm-hmm. usually are used to with this stuff so i hate sand it's coarse <laughs> it gets everywhere uh we're that not gonna line ki- worked let it be known <laughs> that line worked on she Padme. kissed him after that line anyways we don't have to talk about episode two today <laughs> uh, thank god yeah uh <laughs> yeah i love episode four of the mandalorian yep. i think it's really great i think it's an underrated one i think and i think a lot of people do like it probably mm-hmm. more than five and six well maybe not six a lot of people Six is a little divisive, yeah, Yeah, because it's like people either love it or they're like, it was my least favorite episode. But it's mainly if it's their (laughs) least favorite, it's because the characters are hateable, yeah, which is what they did on purpose. So yeah, um, I I had so much fun with six. It's nowhere near my favorite, but no, but it was fair. But dude, yeah, I think I think four is going to stand the test of time out Mm -hmm. of the out of the bunch there. So, um. I'm excited to see where, you know, I'm excited to see where the show goes from here. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe that we're talking about the last episode of season one. Man, it's been a journey and it's taken us a long time <laughs> Yep, to I'll, get through it. I'll say this. Y- y'all know the journey I've gone through with this, uh, with this show this season. I have, um, you know, the first three episodes, I was just like, oh my gosh, I am so in, I am, I'm loving this. And then when episode four happened, I, I knew I liked it. Um, but I was also like, you were taken aback. I was taken aback. I was, I was a little bit shocked because it went to a more episodic feel. Yeah. And obviously the tone change was like jarring. Mm-hmm. It was because of what we had before. Right. We had Deborah Chow's episode and it was like, <laughs> oh intensity yeah so um oh intensity oh intensity so but that happened for the next few weeks we had a few standalone episodes and then so at that point i was just like i hope i love this show i know i really like it i know it's it's really cool and i'll always watch it but i don't know how much i really love it because i just tend my favorite shows they just always end up being the more serialized type of show and that's mine too like, yeah i i love i love lost for that reason mm-hmm. it, lost is kind of what got me on this way yeah this path because this, this is the way this is the way <laughs> um lost and then fringe and i brought this up before i just think fringe balanced it so well with they the did. episodic feel plus yeah. the overarching plot i think that they balanced it better than most shows have yeah. you know avatar we could talk about all of these different shows, but um, those shows have left an imprint on how I actually watch television. Yeah. And when I don't get what – when I'm expecting that and I don't get it, it kind of leaves me like, wait, do I love this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it's not yeah. everything I desired it to be. But yeah. then episode seven and episode eight, which we're about to talk about, those happen. And so – now I kind of get the feel of what the show is, I think, and I am I'm totally cool with it. Like I have reached a point where I'm like if this is what the show is, you know, maybe a maybe a a big mini arc to start and then some not filler, but maybe some some standalone episodes that kind of just character episodes a yeah. bit and then end the show on a on a bang. I'm good with that. Yeah. And and I don't think I was at first, but I definitely have reached the point where I'm like, looking back on the season, I think 
huh, I am definitely happy if this is what the show is going forward. Michael, animes like Naruto would drive you insane. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I bring this up because I'm I'm watching um I'm watching some people like like watch through it right now that we both we, I'm watching the normies go through it. Oh yeah, and they're on episode like 130 something. And I like so they're about to finish the initial Naruto series, and then they get into Shippuden, which is like another seven hundred episodes or whatever. Anyways, so Naruto does a really, I think it does it really well, but it like so it'll it goes it goes in arcs, which you know mm-hmm. a lot of shows do. There is a lot of filler, but you can actually skip it. Like there are guides online to skip the filler episodes. And in, in the case of, like, a show like Naruto, it's, like, it makes sense because it's just, like, a whole season of stuff that literally doesn't matter. Um, some of it's good. Mm-hmm. There are some good episodes in there. But, anyways, but it's, like, they will they will start a battle. And then that battle will last a good sometimes seven to ten episodes. Oh, my gosh. And the reason it lasts that long is not because they're fighting the whole time. It's a lot of times, like, they'll start to fight and then it'll go to like a flashback for one of the characters where it's literally just telling his backstory and stuff that they never really got around to. And they're just like essentially making you feel for these characters right before one of them probably dies. <laughs> and so like it's <laughs> nice, but it, it does it really well, I think. But it also sometimes like it sometimes it really slows down this train. You're like, oh, yeah, we're going, we're going. Then it's like when I was a boy. <laughs> um, and it's just like, okay, I didn't need to watch three episodes of why, you know, I need to pity Sasuke. Anyways, but like those kinds of shows, I think, would just really drive you nuts. But probably <laughs> uh, I do think that like Mandalorian, for instance, I think it does it really well. Like you said, I think that even though it's not exactly what we thought it was going to be at first in hindsight, I'm really happy with the package that we got. I am too. And I'm happy with the way that they tied it off with episode eight. Especially if they're going to tie in like the lore stuff that they've been doing. Yeah. And the stuff that they've been hinting at Mm -hmm. with episode eight as well. Yeah. Which can I just go ahead and say? Y'all. Okay. Let's just say it. (laughs) Obviously up front, this is a spoiler episode. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We're going to, we're not going to necessarily talk in order. And uh, we, yeah, we just kind of wanted to go ahead and get this talked about up front. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Ben. Go for it. Anybody who knows, has been listening closely enough to me knows that I'm a huge fan of the Clone Wars and Rebels. And when I saw the Darksaber, like, like make its way out of the TIE Fighter at the end, like, literally when it started cutting through and I saw the end of it, I was like, "Is are, no, no way. No. Are you serious? Like, they're doing this? And it was the freaking dark saber. Right. And I was like, this has so many implications. I don't know where to start. Like, it's just, <laughs> it was wild to me. I had no idea they were going to go there. And then I was like, thank you so much for having Dave Filoni involved in this. And I mean, yeah. And John, John Favreau literally voiced one of the characters that wielded the dark saber <laughs> in the clone wars. So, I mean, like, it's just so cool. Yeah. I don't know, man. When that happened, what did you think? Okay, so when I first yeah, saw it... because you had a different perspective on it. A little bit. I have... So for most of y'all probably have caught on, Ben is the one that has seen the most things uh, not movie-wise. He's seen 
all of the you know animated shows besides Resistance, mm-hmm. and uh, he's also played the video games and stuff like that. I am going through Clone Wars for the first time, and I just finished season four. Haven't started season five yet, so I um, I've never watched Rebels, never played any of the major mm-hmm. Star Wars video games, so. Except for like an old one on N64, and mm-hmm. it was like a long, long time ago. I don't even remember which one it was. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the pod racing game. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was a fun game. The, yeah, I remember liking it. But again, like th- that's not really lore. <laughs> that's right. just a racing game. <laughs> so um, so my perspective was I did I, – I was like, what? wait, hold on. I At first I thought it was a, a Vibra Blade or whatever you yeah. talked about a few episodes ago. Um, and then I was like, wait, that's really long because <laughs> at first it was shorter looking, but yeah. then it was like, oh no, that's like a sword. Yeah. And then it was like dark. And I was like, I bet there's something more to this that I just don't know. Um, but this is awesome. So I watched it as a total noob. I wish I would have had that moment like everyone else had. Um, only after when I looked online and stuff like that, did I realize, yeah. oh man, this is a big deal. Oh man. So right. that actually got me back into, okay, I have to watch Clone Clone Wars Wars because I am like, so answer me this. I don't remember it if if I've seen it in Clone Wars. Have I seen it in Clone Wars? The Darksaber? What what season are you on right now? Just finished four. About to start five. Just finished four. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I've come across Mandalorians before, but I didn't notice them because I didn't notice, I don't know. It's been a while. I feel like you may have come across it before season five, just because, I don't know. So, <clears throat> Pre Vizsla mm-hmm. um, is one of the the members of Death Watch. Mm-hmm. So, have you seen anything with them? Yes, yeah. I uh, season four near the end had a Death Watch kind of arc. Yeah. Um. So I thought that in that arc, probably, I, yeah, yeah. Whenever um, Obi Wan is. Whenever Justice Satine is rescuing Obi Wan from like that, um, that like weird like factory thing, that, like picks him up and stuff, and like oh yeah, all that. That's been a while. Yeah, it it was it's somewhere in there, but like that episode, he fights Pre Vizsla um, with, and Pre Vizsla has the lights. Has the I have to go back because, like I said, it's like I feel like I've been watching Clone Wars for like three years. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't remember. I, yeah. I just don't remember anything about Mandalorians or the Darksaber or anything like that. So unfortunately, no, yeah. I did not have that moment. Right. Um, but now, you also didn't get like – you didn't necessarily get the the explanation of it too much either. Like they go more into what the Darksaber kind of really represents. They do it some in Clone Wars. I think they get a little more into it in Rebels. Oh, okay. Well, cool. cool. Okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and I so yeah, when I was watching this episode, I really didn't know. I had no idea. Um and but I knew it had to be important and then I looked online and I was right. <laughs> so, um but now knowing what I do know as little as I do know about it, I am super pumped because anything I just love the thought of this show incorporating the lore that has been worked on so hard yeah. through it and and I love the fact that I don't know. It just makes this show, the potential of this show, so much deeper and richer. Yeah. And I appreciate the fact that they are embracing the things about the prequel era and stuff like that that are really cool. Me you too. know what I mean? Like, there are things about the prequel era 
that are really good. Like I really love certain things. Me too. Um, certain things are pretty rough, but I story-wise and idea-wise, George Lucas and came up with an amazing design. world and stuff. Yeah. So um, I love the fact that this show seems to be looking and diving straight into that. Yeah. So um, do you have anything else on the Darksaber? I just wanted to say that, like, and it, this kind of looks to the future just a little bit, but, like, the fact that they showed the Darksaber and the next thing that we're probably going to get story-wise um, and, like, Star Wars-wise from Disney Plus is Clone Wars, the last season of it. And the whole setting of that is the Siege of Mandalore, which, like, it's just, it almost makes you feel like, ooh, I should watch Clone Wars to kind of get maybe a little bit more story. It's mm -hmm. like, I feel like that was really smart. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what a lot of people did. Like, I've talked to so many people that they're like, I started watching Clone Wars. It's kind of rough. And I'm like, watch it like like you're a kid. And they're like, okay. Uh, and, <laughs> um but, uh, but that no, first season is hard to get through. The first season is hard. I, it's it's easier to go through it in chronological order. If you it's 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 yeah. easier and harder at the same time because you have to kind of look at a list and be like, okay, so I'm going to first episode, season two, episode sixteen. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, what? Uh, so weird. It's 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 more difficult at the same time, but you know, George yeah. likes to make things out of order. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, uh, that's all I wanted to say. Is just I'm excited. About and we could talk more later too if if you think of something else because right. that's at the end of the episode. So yeah, okay. Hey, let's just let's get into it. Um, opening of the episode, <laughs> stormtroopers, y'all. Okay, stormtroopers. so people loved it. People hated it. The the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Most people that I know liked the episode as a whole. Yeah. But some people this didn't work. Some people didn't. Was it too much? Whatever. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the humor at the beginning of this episode? I think that at first it threw me through a loop just because, you know, with the way that the last episode ended. The last thing we saw, our, our beloved Ugnaught <laughs> had fallen. Been murdered by these guys. Like, by these two stormtroopers or scout troopers that I'm about to watch. And Baby Yoda's just laying on the ground. Yeah, and then so whenever it opens up on them and they're pulling up and all that stuff. I, I was, like, not expecting it to be this really funny, like, like, just interaction between two guys just doing their job. And, like, the whole thing over the radio where he's like, he's like, oh, yep, hold on. Gideon just killed one of his men to prove a point. We're gonna, like, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. like, all these things. I'm like, what is happening right now? So, like, at first it threw me through a loop, but it, it wasn't an unwelcome surprise. I was just like... I was just watching it, and I was like, yep, this is definitely Taika Waititi, and this humor is, like, maybe a little weird to put right now, but I'm eating it up, because I'm, I just, I couldn't stop laughing at it. It was so funny to me. It's my kind of humor, and there was a moment where I, like, so we, we can talk about the cameos of who these people were. Sure. But, like, one of them was Jason Sudeikis. Yep. And I remember a moment where I was like, I feel like I know this person, but I can't place them. And it was when he goes, I get that point. That's exactly where it was Do for me, too. you get that point? Yep. And that's such a Jason Sudeikis comedy moment. Yep. That I... <laughs> that's exactly where it was for me, too. <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't place it. But when I heard it was him, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. I love Jason Sudeikis. I get that point. Do you get that point? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I loved it. And then the whole stormtroopers shooting the uh shooting the can or whatever and missing Bro, that had me absolutely ro- So obviously, if you can't tell, <laughs> I love the humor. So I have been the humor in this show has been hit and miss for me at times. And uh-huh. y'all remember I didn't think that the uh sand people on Tatooine thing was funny. Like stuff like that. It didn't work for me because it was like, uh, but it also wasn't Taika YTD. Yeah. Something Taika. The only thing that Taika does that I don't like is sometimes he undercuts serious moments with humor. Yeah. You could make an argument. He did exactly that here, but (laughs) yeah, if it, so to me, if it had been one long episode and aired on the same, like the same episode, Mm Mm-hmm. If it had done that, I wouldn't have liked it. But if since we had the end of the episode and we had a week to digest it, right? Then we have the beginning of this episode and what follows this mm-hmm. part of the episode. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't have worked for me. But no, yeah. he made it work because the first of all, the humor is just his humor, and it's it his humor as a whole works for me. It's over the top, but. It really does something, and it really hits a note in me, and I just love it. Somehow, Taika can make humor that is over the top, but very grounded at the same time, and I don't know how he does it. Yeah, and like when like just a small thing, and I don't know if this is necessarily him. This is more a sound design props. Was whenever he <laughs> he like was shooting the cans or whatever, and he was missing. He shook his gun, yes. and it was the exact sound that a spray paint can makes whenever you shake it. It's not the metal ball in it. It was the exact like like not a doubt in my mind. That's the sound that they used, and it it's just like I was just laughing so hard because I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, and I think that it works so well because, like you said, I think Taika can you know undercut serious moments with humor sometimes. This moment worked because of how he followed it up. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that if he went a more serious and dark route, I don't think it would have worked as well. Because, like, it won. The humor just pulled me in. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is funny. And I was watching it. And then whenever IG-11 comes up, and he, like, just destroys them. It works so well because, okay, so, like, yeah, it was funny and all throughout the whole thing. But also through that, they were punching They were punching Baby freaking Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah. God. And, like, the whole time, when every time they punched them, and every time I watched someone react to them, like, watching this and they punched, everyone was like, hey! Like, <laughs> like it's so funny, the, like, the visceral anger people have whenever they're watching Baby Yoda. We love our Baby Yoda. Get hurt, Yeah. And so, like, because of that and the fact that that was happening through it and the humor interlaced with it, I think it actually just made the whole thing easier to digest than if it was, like, these really mean, gruff scout troopers and they're punching Baby Yoda and stuff like right. that. It would have been oddly dark right. and a little scary, I think. But the fact that it was humorous and then they would punch and then they get killed, it's just, like, it's it's that it's that thing that Taika can do where he can neatly tie and i think that he's learned how to do this better and better as he's made more and more stuff but like he learned how to really balance all these elements well and still tiptoe on that line of like is this too funny (laughs) right but like he does a good job and i think that it actually benefits from being humorous rather than being super dramatic and dark and i totally agree i agree and dude yes that part 
where they were shooting the can as an homage <laughs> to how bad stormtroopers are at shooting. It, I don't care what Obi-Wan says about them being like super accurate. Every other thing that we've ever seen about stormtroopers suggests that they are terrible. <laughs> and that part just had me, I mean, I was rolling. I was just dying laughing. I freaking loved it. Uh, it, it was, was so, so good. Yeah. And then the other scout trooper was uh, Adam Polly. Yeah. Which I actually don't know who that is. I don't know him either, I don't think. Let's just do a little uh, IMDb. He was in Iron Man 3, apparently. Oh. Not a whole lot, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know him, but uh, it worked. He did great. Yeah, yeah. he did great. Uh, Jason Sudeikis was the best part for me. For that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. I love I love that the Mandalorian has the benefit of being and all Star Wars actually has the benefit of being able to like let people cameo without distracting people because they have stormtroopers. Yep, and they're just like, You wanna be a stormtrooper? <laughs> yeah. Or like aliens, like in Force Awakens, um, the big guy that was like three quarter portion, whatever, like yeah. who, who was that again? What's his name? Um Oh my gosh, I know his name every other time until I know I'm his put face. on the spot. Yeah, I know. I remember him from a lot of stuff. Mission Impossible. He's in Mission Impossible. Simon Pegg. That's it. It's Simon Pegg. I was like, there's a P in there. There's a, yeah. Very frustrating that I could not remember his name. Yeah. Simon Pegg. Yeah. <laughs> but was, yes, yes. I love that Star Wars can just integrate, you know, whoever yeah. into it. Fun. Through, you know, and there's also droids. Yeah. We have we have several different, um, well, Alan Tudyk was... Mm -hmm. uh, Rogue One droid. Yeah, uh, K2SO. K2SO. Yeah. Um, and he was amazing. Yeah. So. And then IT Crowd guy was mm -hmm. in... Episode 6. Episode 6, Of yeah. Mandalorian. Which there was a lot of cameos in that. There were, of, yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's get further in. So, okay, you like you said, Baby Yoda is getting punched yeah. <laughs> by these scout troopers. And um, so... Amidst all the hilarity, that happens, and we're like, okay, these two guys got to die. Yeah. And so then comes IG-11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello there. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Identify yourself. I am IG-11. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it, so right then, I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay with this. Because mm -hmm. I at first, I wasn't quite sure. I thought I was, I, I was definitely dying of laughter, but I was yeah. like, how does this fit? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. IG-11 kicks butt, and yeah. it is awesome. He is ruthless with these two scout Oh, my troopers. gosh. Seriously. And it's over in seconds. Yeah. And then he grabs he grabs Baby Yoda. He's like, I'm sorry you had to see that. That <laughs> yeah. wasn't pleasant or whatever. Because he's a nurse droid. He cares. It's so it's so freaking great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I so I love that. I love... Um, it's kind of cool how much, like, how they were able to make it not boring with the three, like, our three main people, you know, with Mando, Cara Dune, and Brief Karga in the little, like, cantina bar or whatever. Like, they were trapped in there for a long time, and then they got out for a minute when IG had his freaking rock star entrance. Yes. Um, which we could talk about, but like, I just think it's really unique or, or really cool that they were able to tell a story that wasn't boring with them being like in the same place for a long time. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, 
thought that was kind of interesting. Like, I just, I don't know. I thought that was really cool that they were able to do that. And I did also think it was funny that after IG had his entrance, they went back in there. And it's like, well, you tried. <laughs> well, we're going back in, but there's less of them now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it reminds me of how I play video games sometimes. Whenever I'm like low level, I'm like, okay, just going to pick yeah. off a few and then I'm going to go hide. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And they were. They're on low level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, okay, like you said, IG-11 has this amazing entrance where he's just like, he's riding the speeder bike and he's oh. like shooting him up as he goes in. And, and it looks so good too. It looks amazing. And yeah. then he like does this thing to protect Baby Yoda. Yeah, he turns around his around. torso and then yeah. and then he is able to continue firing even uh-huh. though that happened. It's so weird. Uh-huh. Um, but then, yeah. So, oh, and I love the little Jawa part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just randomly stitched in there. You see this Jawa just, like, yeah. yelling at somebody or whatever. He's yelling at two different stormtroopers. Yeah. They're, like, picking on him or something. And then the stormtroopers get shot, and the Jawa's like, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love it. Ugh. And then, <clears throat> yeah, and then he just, like, crashes the speeder bike into stormtroopers. Yeah. And then continues to shoot them up. Uh, yeah. So what do you think about, basically, let's just talk about this whole, this whole part. We, we're we not going to go chronological here. Let's just talk about this whole part. A lot happens. Yeah. Um, we obviously, actually, before he rides into town, do we see um, Moth Gideon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is actually, so yeah, so good point. Yeah. Let's talk about this stuff because like I said, we're going to go a little, we're going to go a little out of order here, but that's fine. Yeah. So actually he, he, uh, it's really important too, because this is whenever we actually Mm -hmm. get his name. So we get the Mandalorian's name. So, uh, we, he was talking to them and basically just like started calling them out by name. And like 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 Kara Dune first is is Kara Kara Cynthia Dune yeah and um, what I thought was interesting was she's from Alderaan which I was like oh that's why she hates the Empire so much (laughs) yeah no uh, no mystery there (laughs) although I am very curious I'd love to see more of her backstory yeah and by the way huge props to um, Gina Carano right there there was a lot of emotion Mm -hmm. shown whenever he started talking about that. And I thought she did a great job. She did a great job in both of these episodes. Yeah. All the episodes she's been in have been good, but these last two, I was like, oh, she she's doing pretty good oh, here. Yeah. Acting. Yeah. Like, good, not just verbal acting. Mm-hmm. Like, good body language. Yeah. Um, so, very, very good. Uh, and then I love whenever he says Din Djarin or whatever. I was like, oh, shoot. Oh, that's his name. He knew. <laughs> Hey, that's the name of the character <laughs> that we've been following the whole season. We don't know yet. <laughs> you ever watched Arrested Development? Yeah, I have, but I haven't seen it all the way through. Surprise! There's a, surprise. There's a thing where like the the show has a narrator. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Ron Howard. Yeah, right? it's Ron Howard. And sometimes whenever he uh, he said something like there was a part in an episode where somebody said like Arrested Development or something like that, and he said, "Hey, that's the name of the show," and then it kept going. Like he like paused <laughs> and he said. That. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that show, yeah. I do think that show is funny. I just hate the people so much that I can't oh, really I bear that. to watch the whole thing. It's, there, there it's are very shows hard. like that for me. I've tried before because yeah. I think it's well done. Yeah. But, anyway, sorry, that, whenever I said that, that, that reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, 
Now, yeah, so we get the Mandalorian's name. We also get Grief Cargo, which it's like pretty disgraced, much disgraced disgraced magistrate. Yeah, disgraced magistrate. So we get a little mm-hmm. a little bit for each character, yep. which I thought was really cool. And so really now they big. can kind of I think they could they can go a little more in depth into each of them next season yeah. because now we have a little bit more detail and we can actually dive deeper into those stories, which right. excites me. Something I would love to see next season along those lines would be like so do you remember in um I'm bringing up Avatar again guys I'm not going to apologize for it. Um so in season 3 um like each character which hold on real quick spoilers just like light spoilers uh for Avatar the last airbender if you haven't seen it. The last bearbender. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Um, it's set in like the mountains. Okay, sorry. Um, but uh, there's a portion of that season where uh, one of the characters is going on um, like missions with each character, and you're getting yep. backstory on each of them. Yep. Uh, I said light spoilers, and then I avoided spoiling. Sorry. Good job. Um. <laughs> so, uh, but I would love to see something like that next season, where like. You know how we had these like you know character moment stories in the middle of this season. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be if those like if we got those again next season, like for three episodes or whatever, that um, the mandal the mando uh, din now I could call him I guess uh, din jarin din jarin uh, that he goes on a mission with grief to settle a score or mm-hmm. to like kind of. I don't know, like, but you get a lot of story about that character in that episode, and then maybe the next episode he does something with Cara Dune, and then maybe you'll be in an episode. Nope, never mind. Not with next IG. one is just Baby Yoda. It's just Baby Yoda. We're gonna get a lot of Baby Yoda next <laughs> season. Um, but I almost said IG, and then I was like, oh yeah, oh. he's like actually dead now. <laughs> he's like blown up. Definitely is. Um, but uh, but wouldn't that be cool? Like getting that'd be some, awesome. I get, love it. And then getting maybe even just a loner episode of just like he leaves Baby Yoda with Kara or something like that, and then he goes on a Mando alone. Mando alone. Yep. <laughs> I I want every show to be Avatar. <laughs> Zuko alone. Yep. Great episode. But um, but yeah, I would love to have that. I love getting more and more story on our characters. You know. Yeah. So I would love that. Yeah. I loved it, and I love right from the get-go here. You know, last week in episode seven, we saw we saw a little bit of Moff Gideon. Yeah. Not much, but we saw enough to be like, oh, man, this guy <laughs> is yeah. serious. So whenever he goes through this list of things, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this guy knows stuff. And uh, this guy not only is intimidating – um, and he's not afraid to just kill whoever mm-hmm. he's also, he's also very knowledgeable and he's very smart. And, um, so I was just, I, I was intrigued by his decision after that to go, I will give you till sundown. Yeah. And then when the sun goes down, we're going to blow the place up. That's not the words, but I heard somebody say he gets scarier, the calmer he gets. Yeah. And it's so true. <laughs> he's like, if you, <laughs> If you're asking if you can trust me, you cannot. You cannot. <laughs> I will act in my own self-interest. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like laying it out there for you. Um, I yeah, love it. <laughs> I love it so much, and it, I think that's very true. That he like, he gets scarier the calmer he gets. And yeah. yeah, like you said, like whenever he's like, you have until sundown. I was like, oh, well, that's nice of him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how nice! Uh, how nice of him. Um, 
Yeah, which also, when he comes back, like after, you know, IG blows up a bunch of stuff and they're mm-hmm. killing everybody, and then he walks around the corner, oh, dude. the look on his face. He's furious. <laughs> I, and I know I just said the calmer he gets, the scarier he gets, but it's it's like whatever I saw his face like that, he was still very composed, but he was like... He was pissed. Whew, it was so yeah. good. And then what kind of struck me there was like everyone was trying to shoot Mando and yeah. all that stuff. And they were, you know, his best guy was there. And so he was he was deflecting it and all that stuff. And he was being awesome. And then he just knew exactly where to shoot him Yeah. to get him off his rhythm. And then he shoots this thing, whatever. I don't, what did he shoot that exploded? Uh, I think it was the power generator for the E-Web. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever just, powers the E-Web. Yeah, he just shoots it and it explodes and Mando is like blown backward and yeah. knocked out essentially so that he just when everyone else was struggling he was just like pew he was strategic pew. He yeah was smart yeah. very strategic um, which again like you can like you can give that to the fact like why he's so high up he's mm-hmm. smart he thinks he's strategic you know mm-hmm. always he's not just a, a trooper that's just shooting now what did um what did Mando say that he was in the Empire? Oh, good question. Information officer, something? Something like that. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, but he he uh, he recognized him. Yeah, that's a good point to it, bring up, that I, Mando recognized him mm-hmm. from, like, back in the day, from yeah. Siege of Mandalore even, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I believe... It would be like the equivalent of like um, Admiral Veer or like what? Not Admiral, yeah. not Admiral, but those people like on the Death Star, like the those officers that you see. Yeah, I think it would be an equivalent kind of of that. Right. Not an Admiral, obviously, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of what I imagine him doing. Yeah, I could so. see that. Yeah. Um, okay, so after this, let's see here. Um, after that, we had um, there was there was some really cool stuff. Um, so, well, oh, actually, before we move on from this spot, I did want to say like we got to see Pedro Pascal's face. Um, oh yeah, for the first time. Which also, what a great moment for IG. Yeah, Whenever dude. He, he was like, um, he was like lifting it off of him, and a great moment where he had to trust a droid. What a cool character moment. Yes. Like, where we actually get to see him soften up a little bit to a droid, and he was really protective at first. He, he like literally like put a gun to him, and he was like, he was "Like, don't you dare!" Yeah, <laughs> like like, uh, like not a living thing has seen, like can see me with my helmet off, whatever. He's like, "I am not a living thing." Mm-hmm. And then just continues to take yeah. it off. Um, and I, like, this is a weird small thing, but I love that the first time that we see Mando without his helmet on. He isn't perfectly made up and, like, gorgeous. Because, like, Pedro Pascal is a great-looking man, you yes. know? And, like, so they could have easily made it to where he's just, like, the beautiful, perfect, like, star of the show or whatever. But, like, one... He had helmet hair. Yeah. He, like, I mean, <laughs> obviously he was, like, hurting and bleeding and stuff. But he had helmet hair and he was gross and sweaty yeah. and, like, <laughs> stuff. Bloody. <laughs> yeah. And so I loved that they didn't try to, like, do him up for, uh, for that reveal, you know? Yeah. Um, I love that, too. And the little humor bit where he, he was like, your central processing unit is damaged. And he was like... You mean my brain? <laughs> it was a joke. It was to put you at ease. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, too. 
That's Taika right there. Yep. That's super Taika. Directed and acted. Yes. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, so before that, we have to talk about um, that whole section where they're they're actually talking about Moff Gideon in the, and they're in the bar. They're in the cantina or whatever that's getting shot up or whatever, about yeah. to be. And uh, Mando says, or someone, I, can't, I think it might have been Cara Dune that says, um, Mandalorian isn't a race. Oh, yeah. And Mando goes, it's a creed. And it's then, a creed. And then we get the flashback. Oh, man, that does happen right there. Yeah, it happens. Right. So, yeah. Sorry, I thought that happened later in the okay. episode. I said we're going out of order, so yeah. it's all good. Um, so, yeah, this is important because we see the end of that flashback that we've been getting teased all season. You know, the yes. first, we, at least in a couple episodes, we've been teased this first part of this flashback. And we've seen progressively a little bit more. So this time it took its time. It was a nice long flash. It was a nice long flashback, and it um, we see in it we see uh, Mando's parents uh-huh. running and hiding, uh, running and they put Mando in this bunker. And there was room. Why didn't they both get in there? I don't know. I I think that it maybe had to do with a. Um... I think that probably, like, so what I've kind of made up in my head of why they didn't get in there was they put him in there, and then they were maybe planning on getting in there, but they saw that a droid had already seen them or something, and they were like, we can't get in there because the droid will follow us in there. Yeah. You know? And so they were trying to do what they could to just not make it look suspicious yeah, or something. maybe. I don't know. But then the droid did see anyway, so... (laughs) Right. So, I mean, like, I don't know exactly why, but... Yeah. I mean, they were probably going to die anyway. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... So, we see they... uh, So, at the end of the flashback, we... Before this episode, we saw it was a droid, Mm -hmm. right? Right? Yeah. But we didn't see... We, we figured someone was about to save Mando. So yeah. now we see it was it was who most of us probably figured it was at, by this point because he's a foundling. It was Mandalorians. Um, it, well, it was... It was Mandalorians. It was Mandalorians. But specifically, something I just watched in Clone Wars, it was Death Watch, right? It was Death it Watch. It was Death Watch, which is actually... Which they never mentioned, but it's very, very, like, obvious with... It's their, it's their symbol. Their, mm-hmm. The Mandalorian armor that they're wearing is Death Watch's armor. The colors, the design of it, everything. Right. Like, that was Death Watch. Which is kind of a extremist group, right? Yeah, it... Yeah, they they're kind of the ones that carried on the um they're the ones that carried on the Mandalorian culture of like war is mm-hmm. the only way and stuff like that. Which is interesting know? because it's not the way that they're portrayed here. It's not. They kind of appear as heroes. Uh-huh. Um which is interesting. Yeah. Um for some reasons that I don't want to spoil for you. So Oh boy. I think that I don't know, man. Like this kind of puts a weird timeline thing in my head again. Of like, how old's a Mandalorian? But like, yeah. Um, but I mean, like, it's just it's so interesting to me. Like, first off, seeing live action um, separatist robots that are done this well. Oh, is, they look great. Those freaking super battle droids. Yeah, looked terrifying. They did. Like, it was so cool to see that. Yeah. 
Um, they look much more terrifying than they do in Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, no, yeah, I thought it was really interesting that they were Death Watch. And the fact that they were Death Watch and the Darksaber were brought up in this episode is like, I just, I need more. I yeah. need more of this show because I'm like, <laughs> what's going on, guys? Like, <laughs> I can't wait to get more into it. And I can't wait to find more of this stuff out as I'm watching through yeah, that that's what they did so well. I think you brought it up a little bit earlier, but they made us have to go back through their other stuff. Like yeah. we, I have to finish Clone Wars now. Yeah, I have to, and I have to watch Rebels now. And I'm, I'm so pumped to now. Yeah, uh, what I've been kind of excited to finish it, but I've been more excited about. You know, we had the Mandalorian, we had Episode Nine, all this stuff, and so I wasn't. I was pushed. It was on the back burner. Yeah, you know. But now it's like, okay, I'm so ready. I'm mm-hmm. going to binge seasons five and six, and I can't wait. And I want to say a quick note, and I don't want to spend more time on this than I need to. I just want to say something quickly. For people want- wondering if they should dive into Clone Wars and stuff, like I know some people are not hot on the fact that it's animated or it's too childish or they tried the first season it was really hard. I just want to give you a couple of encouragements real quick. One – Watch the chronological order of Clone Wars. You can easily Google it. Yeah. It's I've done it. It's on StarWars.com. Like I haven't watched it in chrono- chronological, but I Googled it just to see what it was. It yeah. looks kind of confusing, actually. It's confusing for like the, fir- <laughs> the first like three seasons, first two or three seasons. It's straightforward after that, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it, it, it starts to like really straighten out in the third season, and then four, four five, and six are mostly chronological. chronological. That's good. But... Um, but, like, there are – so, yeah, watch Chronological Order. And my other encouragement would be that it – the show – so Clone Wars gets really dark, actually, in, like, Dude, season, season four especially. Near the end of season three it starts to. But season four, you're like, this is not a kid's show. Dude, like, where's the where, – is season three the Mortis stuff? Yeah, Near the end of season that three. That stuff is crazy. It's crazy, yeah. And, and it is dark. And there's a lot of lore implications in and like lore stuff in uh, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And it also, re- if you're a prequel hater, it gives you an appreciation for some of the stuff, especially in Revenge of the Sith. Um, but I would say that like it really does a great job of helping you kind of love the characters of Anakin and obviously, I mean, Obi-Wan's obviously always loved, but I mean, even more, mm-hmm. um, but like the fact that you get more in the clones heads and stuff like that and yep. the character and like character moments with just clones, it's incredible. But yeah. Um, and that's one thing I loved about this episode was we got to see more of the stormtrooper stuff. Yeah. Um, just as like, Oh, these are just two dudes working for someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like, do we have confirmation that we can come over there yet? Like, it's like, ah, nope, you just killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just wait a minute. Hold off. It was like that whole stuff, all of that stuff reminded me, although it was obviously just way funnier than anything we got in Clone Wars. It almost reminds me of battle droids. <laughs> a little bit, although. Less kitty. Yeah, less <laughs> kitty humor. But it reminded me of like, oh, yeah, these are humans. Yeah. Like, like in. Clone Wars, what they do really – something really cool that they do is they really make the clones characters. They're individuals. They're, there's there's several of them that they really dive into. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's episodes in the Clone Wars that are 
only clones and they're, and they're so, so good. good i love it it kind of reminds me of halo yeah a little bit just the feel of it yeah. and what they're doing but um i yeah y'all you do need to watch it because and i i say this as someone who hasn't finished it yet it took me a while to get obviously through the whole thing that i've gotten through so far but season one was hard for me um and i will say that there's a few is it the first four episodes that that movie was made out of the Clone Wars movie. The Clone Wars movie. Animated movie. The Clone Wars movie is actually its own, like, set aside thing. It's not. Oh, it's in not the in the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I saw. I thought no, I was, maybe no. I didn't. It in in chronological order. The Clone Wars happens after episodes one and two, basically. Okay. Well, sorry. Two and between two and three, right? Eh. Well, it's still between. Yeah, sorry. It's still between. I mean, when I'm saying episodes, now I'm talking about of Clone Wars. The Clone Wars movie oh, is got it is one of the earlier moments chronologically. Like it's like the third thing you would right. watch, but yeah, it does feel a little more like two or three episodes stitched together. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, it's uh, the Clone Wars movie is its own thing. Um. But yeah, watch watch Clone Wars. It gets darker. Um. And then Rebels as well. Um. I would say that Rebels it might be a little bit more difficult to get into, but seasons two through four are awesome well i've heard uh, one of one of my friends said that it was some of like the best of rebels is some of the best of star wars i agree i agree and i think that rebels uh the only thing that you might have to just put up with through the whole thing is that unlike clone wars it doesn't necessarily get to a dark place because it's on disney xd so it, it gets a little darker, but it doesn't ever get to, like, Clone Wars level of dark, where, right. like, you're literally just seeing heads get chopped off sometimes and stuff. Right. But, like, <laughs> but, you know, uh, it, it, it goes there sometimes, but it's a lot more reserved, and sometimes the humor's a little, eh, whatever. But I highly encourage you to watch it. Yeah. Push through the hard stuff. It's so worth it. It's so good. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good. So, okay. Here we are. Um, Mando's helmet is off. Yep. And IG-11. Heals him. Heals him with Bacta. Yep. Bacta, Bacta spray, spray, which is the same stuff that Luke got into uh-huh. in uh, Empire Strikes Back on the Hoth. The Bacta tank. The Bacta tank. And then it's what Vader, like, gets into, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he's not in the suit. Right. So, um, for his body and his poor Darth Vader yeah. <laughs> in his body. <laughs> whatever's left of it yeah um so that was cool to see in a spray form that was new yeah um it new for me at least i'd never seen that before right um and so uh that happens and he's like you should be better in hours and um then the most effective stormtrooper in my opinion <laughs> is the one that can't miss because he's throwing fire yeah <laughs> is this flamethrower whatever what do you call them flame troopers or yeah, something flame trooper something uh, like that he dude okay when he comes up and it starts to burn this building and he comes in it is like okay i wish stormtroopers were always like this yeah this is what these are menacing people oh yeah <laughs> like and it with the music there was so good too it was yeah. so emotional and then he comes into the building and he's getting ready mm-hmm. to put to kill them to kill them to burn them and um baby Yoda we we all thought he was going to help heal Din Djarin this whole mm-hmm. time well instead of that 
he actually goes up and this, ugh, the music here is so good and the camera shot focuses behind yeah, Yoda. Such a baby good shot. Yoda. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he's about to do this. Mm-hmm. He uses the force to push back the flames. Oh, that's so cool. It is such a good moment. I just got chills thinking about it. I wish I could like watch it right this second. Yeah. <laughs> it's some of it's it's the Star Wars magic that yeah. we that we love. It's so good. I love that part. And, and then love, when he pushes it. Yeah, pushes it back at him. Yeah. yeah. And the, the – which, again, visual effects right there was so cool. Like, mm-hmm. you literally saw, like, the body get, like, engulfed in flames or whatever. Yeah. That was really cool. It was a quick moment, but it happened, and it was it yeah. was really well done. Uh, I love that. And then <laughs> poor baby Yoda just falls over. <laughs> yeah, every time he uses up. the force, he's just like, <laughs> I got to take a nap. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I – I really want to talk about the forge lady. Yes, let's go. That's yeah. the next part. So we're go ahead. Because she gives us some really cool. They haven't mentioned actual Jedi yet, and one of my favorite things about this scene is that not only do we get mention of Jedi, but we get mention of them. And the way that she described them was, they were, like I think she said, a, um like a race of sorcerers or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's like, they're a race of sorcerers. Um, ancient order of sorcerers. Yeah. Ancient. Thank you. Ancient order of sorcerers. Um, thank you. Wikipedia. <laughs> thank you. Um, called Jedi. And that's such a cool way to describe them. Cause it's like, of course that's what people called them, <laughs> yeah. you know, like in yeah. legend or whatever, cause that's what they would be like. Um, and so, I loved that description of them, and I loved that you got that little bit of the fact that Mandalorians and Jedi had a war, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that's also important for the Darksaber, because if you don't know, the Darksaber was created by the first and I think only Mandalorian, Mandalorian to Jedi. be yeah, accepted into the Jedi Order. Um, what was that person's name? Do you know? I don't know that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so... Just a really cool little like thing to throw That's in so there, cool. um, and I love that uh, they referenced that. And her fight with the freaking stormtroopers. Oh, dude! So cool. I loved it so much. She is awesome. There are some theories going around about her. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually heard these. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay, I said that, and now I don't remember the name because I don't. I haven't seen Rebels. Mm-hmm. Some people say. Oh, Lord. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Some people... Here we go. She's actually Django Fett. (laughs) (laughs) I might be done with the show. (laughs) Oh, Bo-Katan. Yeah. There's a theory going around that she's Bo-Katan. Oh, my gosh. Which I just know very little about her, but I don't know much. But I know I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know much, but I know how I love you. Uh, yep, that's copyright what... strike. Oh um, crap! Because I... <laughs> I was a flawless um, impersonation. I don't know much. So yeah, that's that's the theory. Yeah, that's going a really around. that's a really interesting theory. I don't because she had interaction with Jedi. I don't know that she would refer to them as an as an ancient order of sorcerers. But she could, and I would be actually. She has knowledge of them. She has knowledge of them, exactly. Um, 
Man, that would be sick if that was Bo Katan. <laughs> I yeah, so I don't I don't know anything about it. I just wanted to see what you thought because I know you know. That's Bo-Katan. a fun theory. Yeah. I don't know that I fully buy into it. That but seems like one of those it's theories. It's fun to speculate. Yeah, that seems like one that. I mean, I don't know, but it seemed to me like one of those theories that was like, did you know that Jar Jar is an actual Sith? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not that. It's ridiculous. a little more likely than that one, <laughs> but. It, no, no, never mind. I don't want to talk about that. I almost went on a... Maybe we'll do an episode on terrible theories. Oh, can we please? Yes. I would love that. We can do an episode on like our our least favorite theories. I have a least few. Least favorite or most out there theories yeah. that we thought were entertaining. Let's do it. I'm going to put that in the phone right now. Yeah. We, I want to do that really badly. That would be fun. So, okay. After this, he... Um, oh, Sorry. The the um, Mandalorian lady. Yeah. What's her name? We don't have her name yet, right? I don't mm, I don't know if I we do. I don't think we do. I don't know. So she um she Bo-Katan. She yeah, Bo Katan. No, she kills them all and it's awesome. She throws <laughs> that one the stormtrooper. She throws that stormtrooper down. Oh yeah, down the down the the uh incinerator thing. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, oh my god, she just melted that person. <laughs> Yowza. She also broke one of their masks with a hammer. Okay, that's what I wanted to... I wanted to bring something up about that. This episode has had a few moments where it was like, oh, brutal. (laughs) Oh! So, like, there was that... um, There was that. She just busted one of their masks with a hammer, and you saw... You saw the debris come up oh, into yeah. the shot, and it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then she throws it down the incinerator yeah. and melts him. And then at the beginning with IG-11, he, like, yeah. when he, like, put, yeah, just repeatedly throws this guy into the speeder bike. I was, this episode had a few times where I was like, this is pretty brutal stuff, and I love it. Yeah, it, it was sick. Yeah, it really goes there. And I applaud Disney for allowing such – I mean – Still not excessive blood or anything like that, which yeah. they won't do, but they, they don't need to do. Um, but they they are letting it be brutal. Yeah. I really applaud them for that. Because they really don't cool. have to. They don't yeah. have to. No, they don't. They have an argument that they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> if, for Because it's Disney. Right, yeah. And Bob Iger is very protective of his family, you know, the yeah, family-centric. Yeah, the family-centric thing. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, um, I do want to just like before we move past this, I just I thought it was one really cool that she decided to stay back and preserve the best scar of the fallen. You know, yep, that yep. was really cool, and I love that he got his signet mm-hmm. um, of the mud horn. He said, "You're a clan of two." Um, oh that's yeah, what she that said. was so good. I she love said, that. You're a clan of two. Um, her and I mean him and the baby. This is also kind of where we get the plot for season two, actually. She's like, she's like, he needs to be reunited with his people. This is the way or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and so it's like, okay, so season two is probably going to be him. Oh yeah. 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 You know, going. Yeah. We definitely get kind of a projection of what season two is going to be just in like one little bit there. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And he's as his father. Yeah. He is his father essentially right now. Yeah. That's so cool. It's so fun. I love it. It's crazy how far his character has come. It really is. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, all that's important, all that's done, we are, they're escaping into the, the lava, the lava river thing, Yeah. 
um, which is pretty cool. It kind of reminded me of Mustafar a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, just because it's lava. <laughs> um, so we have the R2 unit with legs, with yeah, really arms tall and arms and legs. Was he singing? Was the R2 unit singing in this scene? I didn't notice. I don't know why, but thing? I felt like, well, I, I, I thought that maybe the R2 unit was like humming a little bit like of like music while be hilarious i it I, maybe it's just that i wanted it to do <laughs> like a tunnel of love thing or something. yeah i know what you're but thinking like, of but like i really i for some reason i thought i imagined that or i could be this is way out there and not at all related i could be thinking about the three amigos whenever <laughs> <laughs> whenever they get to the singing bush yeah. Um, and it's like they, there's a whole scene happening where like they kill the invisible swordsman and stuff like that. But like during the whole scene, the bush is just singing in the background at the top of its lungs the entire time. I could just be confusing things, but anyways, sorry. I don't know how you confuse those things, but good on you. Uh, I watched that scene randomly on YouTube because I thought of it. Oh really? I, <laughs> that's amazing. And I watched it the same week as this, so I don't know. Oh my gosh, um, dude, that's so funny. Yeah. But I um, love that movie. Yeah, but we get that emotional beat with uh, Mando and IG in the boat whenever they are going yes. through, and the uh, stormtroopers are outside. And whenever whenever IG starts saying that he has to sacrifice himself to save because he's, he's like, I still have my ma- like the the program, mm-hmm. the my maker's programming or whatever, um, and I cannot be captured. Yeah, like it's not an option. And so he. And, like, before he gets off the boat and walks in lava because space metal, um, he, (laughs) he like, is talking to the Mandalorian, and the Mandalorian's getting choked up. Choked up. And he's like, like, don't, you don't have to be sad or something like that. And he's like, I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) And then he's like, yes, you are. I'm a nurse droid. I can, I, 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 like, I, I've studied your voice or something like that. I can tell by your voice. I can tell by your voice. So such a sweet moment, yeah. and it's like again, like I love that we're getting Dinjar and like softening up to droids mm-hmm. a little bit, and I think that's a really good character moment for both of them. It is. Um, again, another Star Wars character that is a droid, like a, a, <laughs> another Star Wars droid that like we're just God, like we oh love. They're so good at their droids. I know. Um, and this also ties into the whole. Uh, title of the episode redemption like mm-hmm. ig was you know like technically a bad guy at first even though I oh loved yeah him. uh but like he was a bad a bad guy and then whenever he comes back he redeems himself yep. and not only saves mando once but saves him twice yep. <laughs> you know like it's so cool well three times actually he comes in on the speeder bike yep and does that three and then, times yeah he saves him three times in this episode yeah crazy i love he it. did his job it is duty. Yep. Dude, I I love IG-11. Me too. He has catapulted into my favorite droids. Yep. Discussion for sure. Yeah. Um rest in peace. Yeah, rest okay. <laughs> yes, rest in pieces. Sorry. So he like Ben just said, he's in pieces. So he he gets out of the boat and um and he walks in the lava river and he self-destructs to blow up the the stormtroopers out the outside mm-hmm. which was really cool um 
so they are safe out there until we see Moff, Moff Gideon. Gideon flying in his freaking uh, tie fighter, tie fighter, whatever. It is. Which it's so fun to hear that sound again in so Star Wars. Always, it's always a fun. <laughs> it's sound my to favorite. Hear. It's one of my favorite sounds to hear yeah. in Star Wars. It's like when that happens, I'm just like, yeah, I'm watching Star Wars. <laughs> and he, uh, and because the Mandalorian got a little bit of a uh, upgrade from. Um, Possibly Bo-Katan. <laughs> uh, but I can't like, believe we because, forgot this. Yeah, he gets a jetpack from her. Um, yeah. And so he puts that on. And like he, it was. It said that he wouldn't be able to control it yet until it like knew him or something like that. Right. Um, but he also said that he had some lessons. He did like mm-hmm. the Phoenix flight or something like that yeah. when he was a kid. And so, like, he has some training in it. Yeah. So that's kind of what we it saw. Doesn't know him. it wasn't saw, pretty, but he no. did it, <laughs> and he did it super cool too, yeah. because he like just shoots up in the air and waits for the perfect timing, and shoots up in the air, and then like Spider Man's himself to shoots him, shoots a cable over yeah. to it. The, yeah, and then oh man, that whole action sequence was so well done. Yeah, like it was awesome. Like, planting the mines, and then Moff Gideon's reaction whenever he sees the mines on no! there, like no, and then yeah. it blows up or whatever. So good. Yeah. Did you think he was dead? No, no, no I didn't no, either. No, no, I was no. like, that wasn't a death. Thing. They also wouldn't enter uh, entrance such a entrance introduce yeah. such a um, menacing menacing villain. and awesome villain to be killed off like mm, one episode later. Darth Maul. <laughs> also not killed off in episode oh one. yeah true <laughs> that gummit i would say spoilers but he's on the cover of clone wars and rebels so anyways yeah that's true <laughs> i did just watch some of that arc that's the oh. end of season four mm-hmm. and uh that it was way different than i thought it would be you're gonna get a great arc with him in season five i'm, I'm just really gonna go pumped say that i'm really pumped um but yeah, uh, I loved I loved this part. I thought it was such a good action sequence. It was so, so it well looked done. So good. Yeah. This show looks stupid good for a TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't want to rush us to the end, but we do kind of need to wrap up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, we do. Uh, we already talked about the dark saber part. Mm-hmm. I did want to say this little send off. I wanted to kind of bring something around right here. So this little send off with grief, and Kara. Yeah. and him. Uh, when they're talking and stuff, I love one. I kind of like that grief is staying behind, and he's like, "I love this planet." Yeah, <laughs> uh, and Kara's gonna stay behind for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool that uh, they they might do something together, mm-hmm. work together. Um, and um, when Mando flies away with Baby Yoda, it's the almost exact same shot yep. as in the flashback whenever the Death Watch Mandalorians were flying away with him. Yep. as a foundling so it's like that perfect sort of mirror of mm-hmm. like what he once was like what they once were to him he gets to be for another foundling now. so awesome so cool i love that and that really shows some of the growth of mando too like, yeah at the beginning of the show i mean he he was never like just a horrible human or no. anything but he was more just like give me my next job yeah i'm ready for my next job but now we see he genuinely loves he loves he baby, loves yoda. baby yoda he loves him he will he will die for baby yoda mm-hmm. um and 
it, it's and now he really is like a father to him and it's such a cool in just eight episodes and really you know i mean there was even a couple of fillery ones in there yeah. if you want to call them that um i do um and <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah and even still that they were able to develop a believable arc for this character who now i believe does truly care about baby yoda yeah and just a really cool i i just really love it um i'm so ready for season two me too was this season was this season everything you wanted it to be i think it was actually more so when it started i was i mean i was excited when i saw the trailers and everything and i think i talked about that before but like i i've i was excited about the show i loved what i what i got in like the first few episodes even in the fillery-ish ones, I was still loving it. And I think now that it's ended, I'm like, I'm getting a lot more than I thought I was getting. Like, I'm getting more lore than I thought yep. I was getting. More continuation of some stories that I didn't know they were going to de- delve into with that freaking Darksaber reveal. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That was like my, like, I just... I that moment, dude. Like, it opens up so much. It opens up so much, and it also makes me realize, like, the Mandalorian isn't just an experiment. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's the first season for them or whatever, but like they are using this to tell stories in this universe. And they have they have a plan. Yeah, there is a freaking plan for this. There thing. is a plan, and I like seeing that dark saber was just like, oddly enough gives me hope um, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> question mark but yeah i this season surpassed my expectations um was it perfect no but was it like did it give me something truly special and something i'm gonna be stuck with and i can't wait for the next season absolutely yeah you know what? And I wouldn't – I don't know if I can say that it was more than I expected on a like – it was better than I expected level. Inspected. <laughs> better than I expected yeah. kind of a level. I don't think I can say that, but it is more than I expected yeah. in the lore area, just like you said. Yeah. And, dude, I – I you know I've had my ups and downs with certain parts of the season, but um, I have come to where it's it's exactly what I wanted it is now what I want. Yep. And it is, it really is exact. It's kind of, it's not exactly what I expected it to be. Cause I did expect it to be like 100% overarching plot. Like yeah. I didn't, and I don't know why I thought that it's just kind of what <laughs> the look of it. It was just an assumption. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I kind of assumed that, especially whenever they're like, it's going to be a week to week show. I was like, the oh, ga- sweet, they're going to leave us with cliffhangers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then people would describe it as like a game of Thrones, star Wars yeah. show. And so I was like, okay, so it's going to be really, it's going to be like right up my alley. And so, yeah. And so in that way, it's not what I expected, but I, as, as the season went on, it's not like I would just settled. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. I'm not just like, well, okay, I love this, I guess. I'm saying I've adjusted my expectations for what this show is in reality. Yeah. And in reality, I love it. If the next season is a mirror image of the the format of this show, you know, I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah. Even if there's a few more, even if there's a few more fillers, I can be happy with it. Yeah. And so like I'm I'm as long as they're not just fillers, as long as they're like 
they actually add something. Yeah. Standalone uh, character development type things. Yeah. Um, and as somebody who liked those episodes, I would like for the next season to do a little more with, especially since they have, like, since now we've been at least introduced to some of these characters, mm-hmm. I would love to see those episodes be more of a opportunity to develop those characters. Like, since... Like the, the rest- girl from episode four... Yeah, that'd be cool. Or like, or you know, like like I was saying earlier, like give us an episode where the Mandalorian goes on a journey for Cara Dune, and it's a Cara Dune episode, but it still fits within the realm of the fact that it's called the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. because it's a show. Because like it's still about him as well, but the episode is Cara's episode. You that'd know be what cool. I mean? Yeah, totally. I would love to see some stuff like that. Sure, that'd be cool. Um, so, yeah. I loved um, it. Dude, okay. Do you have your rating prepared? Yes. Okay. What is your rating for this episode? My rating is um I'm going to give this one a solid 10. I'm going to give my first 10. This is a 10 out of 10 hammers to the face. Nice. <laughs> um this episode, man. I can't think of any real complaints. Like, I I was about to say nine point five or nine point eight or some stupid yeah <laughs> that because it's like well nothing's perfect. Um, but this did it for me, man. Like when I when I factor in like the feelings I got, the like how many times I've rewatched it and haven't found flaws mm-hmm. with it. Like, Same. It's. It's a freaking good episode. It's well executed. Sets up the next season. Um, it's exciting. It's funny. It's got good character moments. Like this episode did it for me. This like this episode is like it. It has made me even more excited for season two. And I was already excited to get more of it. So that's my rating, dude. I have to say that I didn't think I would I, – I wasn't sure if I would actually pull out a 10 here. Yeah. And the more I think about this episode and the more I watch it, and I've watched it like four or five times now, <laughs> and usually you can find on rewatches some like, oh, okay, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. Okay, I'll let that slide a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even like in episode seven, as almost perfect as it was, there was a few like minor nitpicks. Dude, I don't have a nitpick for this. I can't think of something that I'm like, I wish this was different. No, or like the only thing I could think of is like, why didn't why didn't Din's parents get in the bunker with him? But that's but that's not a complaint. <laughs> that's just like I wonder why they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that's not a complaint with the episode whatsoever. I don't have anything yeah about this episode and i made my like i posted in our group our facebook group i yeah. posted our my ranking of the episodes as soon as i watched this episode um a couple of times and i had episode i think i had i can't actually i can't remember now i think i might have had episode I think seven, had seven before as eight. number one and then i had eight um and now i can pretty confidently say eight's my favorite yeah i just think the 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 combination of great pacing, the humor, mm-hmm. the um, the action, the heart, the stakes, yeah. the villain, mm, stake. and what it's 
God. Sorry. And what it sets up yeah. for the next season, it accomplished everything that a finale should accomplish. Yeah. While also like satisfying, it it satisfied everything I wanted, but then gave me more, and gave us what like something to know like okay, this is what the next season is gonna mm-hmm. kind of be. So I can I'm gonna give it a ten. 10 jetpacks. 10 jetpacks. Um No, 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 no. 10 dark sabers. I'm going to go there. Nice. 10 dark sabers. And I and I didn't think I really didn't think I would give a perfect score. I that's like high praise like cuz I'm 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 going to put my nitpicks yeah. in there. And not that I'm like some film expert. <laughs> right. It's just for what I per, what I see. Yeah. Um, and even I, who have said that I'm easy to please or whatever, like I even like my favorite episodes of this season, I haven't given them perfect tens because right. I still find my nitpicks and stuff. Sure, I don't talk about them much, but <laughs> right. I, but I find my I do have my nitpicks and yeah. stuff. Um, but like, yeah, this episode I couldn't. I was like, this one deserves a ten. Mm-hmm. I, it did it for me. It I can't think of anything to complain about with it. Um, even from a technical side, like, oh, I can't beautiful. think of a, like no pacing issues, no, no uh, writing issues to me, no weird lines or anything like that. It was just well done. Yep. Which Taika. Yep. Gosh. We're just a couple of shills, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, actually I'm being paid to like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> being paid to like this episode. <laughs> Um, yeah. I feel like some people probably think that about me with Last Jedi. Do you, do you really think that? No. Okay. <laughs> I just say things to be dramatic. <laughs> um, okay. So that's the episode. Yeah. Incredible episode. Incredible season. Cannot wait for season two. And y'all, thank you for having patience with us as we, yeah, <sighs> as we go, gosh, so slow through this season as yeah. far as just our releasing of it. I know we're way behind, mm-hmm. but um, after this, it will be more current. You will be listening to closer to when we actually record the episodes. Yeah, and actually, I did want to just say real quick um, that, like, thank you to everyone who's listened, um, like, past, you know, whenever The Mandalorian's been done because, you know, it's – it's done like it's been done for a good month now or whatever uh half a month half a month oh sorry yeah it's been done for a few weeks now um you'll probably hear this when it's been done for longer closer to a month yeah Yeah. um but uh like i really appreciate everybody sticking with it and listening to these because i i personally am a person that i would listen to it like to episode discussions just because it's, I like to hear what people think of things that I watched. Yep. But I know that a lot of people much prefer hearing things that are more current stuff in the, in the news or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say like, like episodes of the podcast going forward are probably going to be more focused on just like star Wars stuff that either is being talked about or we also have some fun ideas for episodes mm-hmm. like we were talking about Topics. earlier. Yeah. And so it's going to be a little more topical and maybe a little less time sensitive. And mm-hmm. then whenever the next Mandalorian season comes out, it'll probably be more on pace since we're not trying to get a podcast up and running while it's going. Right. You know? Yeah. So we'll be much more on top of it by yeah. that point. <laughs> yeah. So um, thank you to everyone who's been listening through this whole season. And I hope that you stick with us as we just 
continue to love Star Wars and build this community and talk about Star Wars. And speaking, speaking of, of building, community. building the community, <laughs> I uh, nice <laughs> um, gave myself my own segue. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want more good segues, uh, you can follow you can follow us on Instagram at Point of View Pod. Uh, on Facebook, if you would join our point of view podcast, a certain point of view podcast mm-hmm. discussion group is what it's called. Um, and you can also follow our page. It's mm-hmm. just a certain point of view podcast. Um, and you can also email us at POV podcast to at gmail.com. We have no emails. <laughs> uh, we've gotten a couple. We've gotten a couple. Oh, have um, we really? Yeah, we got like at least I know that I thought I've been um, checking it. Uh, I checked it one time and we had one from actually somebody that I work with. Oh, uh, cool. It was like really. Maybe that's why I didn't see it because you already checked it. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, email us like anything, guys. Like, I, I would love to like get emails and then maybe your emails could end up being a topic of mm-hmm. an episode that we do. Heck you yeah. Know? Like, that's a huge possibility. If y'all just like send in things that y'all talk about or questions or whatever. Like there, they could end up being like turning into a topic for us for an episode. So that's like Absolutely. the whole thing that we're talking about with like community and everything. Like this is yeah, we're the ones on mics and stuff, but this is a community and we're talking about the things that y'all are talking about too. You know. Yeah. And so yeah, send us emails. I wanna I wanna hear from y'all more. Same. Even if you disagree with me and call me a shill for Ryan Johnson. And stuff. <laughs> I wish Ryan Johnson was paying me to like his movie. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get more into Ryan Johnson, I'm sure, on a later date. Um, Ryan Johnson. The whole episode dedicated to uh, if he, you know, deserves all the hate he gets. (laughs) What, after his billion-dollar failure? (laughs) Yeah, he's really suffering from that (laughs) billion-plus-dollar failure of a movie. If you guys can hear our leanings on this on the Last Jedi, if you can't, I'm sorry. Um, we will we will discuss that more for sure. We yeah. got some guests that we get we got a couple of guests in mind for sure that definitely we will go into that with them. Yeah. Um. Okay. Ben, anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This has been a certain point of view. May the force be with you. Always. Always.